in today's readings. We have examples of those who have faith and those who do not believe. Faith is the gift is a gift from God to us, but also faith is saying yes to our invitation by God to place confidence in his word, mm -hmm. to place confidence in his promises, to place confidence in the fact that he will be there for us. So faith on one level, yes, it is a gift from God, but also on the, on the other level is our participation and in our response to him. If we were to look at today's readings, especially the first one and then subsequently the gospel as well, responsorial psalm, what do we have? We have kind of interesting combination of people who believe and people who seem to have the lack of faith. Okay, we have Naaman, an army commander of the king of Aram, which is Syria. He was highly esteemed and respected by the king, okay? for through him the Lord had brought victory to Aram. Okay, so first of all, we have, we have this Naaman, uh, you know, description, quick description of who he is. He is an army commander, but he's brought a lot of good to, to the people of Syria. But what the problem though was the valiant as he was, the man was a leper. He was suffering from leprosy, which is, you know, a terminal illness. As you see, the whole body disintegrates and then and the person passes away. Now, there's an interesting story here. So here we have this great commander, valiant, but he's sick, leprous. Now the, um, the, the Syrians or Arameans as they're known, captured in a raid on the land of Israel, a little girl who became the servant of Naaman's wife. So now there's a servant, she's a child. Now she is, she's a slave servant who works for or he has to serve serve the his Naaman's wife. Now the interesting thing here is this little girl as she was captured, separated from her family, separated from from the people of faith of God, yet she has faith. This servant girl who out of love for her master, she shouldn't have many ways, perhaps maybe this Naaman was treating her in a really wonderful way. Perhaps the wife treated his wife treated her in a, way, in a really beautiful way because she, had, she says to him, yeah, I hope that he goes and presents himself to, to the prophet, prophet in Israel, that he would present himself because then he, he would cure him of his leprosy. So we, we have here a young girl uh, who, who, you know, yes, separated from the family, and yet she believes, she has faith, she has such confidence that she is encouraging, you know, this, this, uh, through his wife, he is encouraging that this man will go to, to the, you know, to another country, to actually the, an, an enemy country, and seek healing. Okay, so here it is. Now Naaman went to his Lord, so he goes to the king, and, 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 and he asks, he says, he tells the king that I would need to go to the, to the country, enemy country, and, and, and seek healing. 
And so the king believes that there is such a thing as such thing as possible. I mean, this is very interesting. The king says, go. And he gives them all kinds of gifts to present to the king as a, as a gesture of, of peace, peaceful, uh, a peaceful journey for him, you know, to make sure that, that he's treated well and that the king, even the king would, would welcome him because of the gifts that he gives. Okay, so we have, here's the king who seems to have manifest, not just seems to, but actually manifest faith that yes, I, I really care for this commander and I want him to be healed. And, and so if he even, if he has to go there now, give all the gifts to him so that, that it may, we may, it will be possible for him. Now he goes with all these gifts, the king of Israel, and he reads with this letter, I'm sending him my servant Naaman to you so that you may cure him of leprosy. Of course, the king of Israel sees him as a provocation. What is he trying to do? Am I God? How can I, how can I bring forth, bring forth healing? He realizes that he's not capable, but he's not thinking that, yes, there is a great prophet, Elisha, in his kingdom. He's not even thinking about that. So, so now he is as an act of, of, of purifying himself because he feels that this is blasphemy or at least political maneuver to get him to trouble, to pick, pick a fight that he sent this person. And, you know, so we see the machinations, the thinking of people, you know, uh, you know, when, when God is, is touching, touching it, you know, us, just like the little girl reminds us of the king of, of Syria, who seems to be, you know, agreeing with, with this, with this whole, with this whole journey to, for, for, to find healing. And yet on a human level, we say, okay, well, you know, what's, go, what's going on here? And then subsequently we have, we have, you know, he tore, tears his garment as a way of protesting that he doesn't want to be blasphemed. God, you know, so he, there he is. And then the, Elisha hears, and people were saying, yes, the king made a public statement. He tore his garments. Something, there was, something has happened. Something happened that, that, you know, that, that he did that, you know, you know, in a political way. And, and so Elisha goes, and why did you torn your garments? And, and, you know, and, and he hears what the story was. And so now, Naaman came with horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house because then, you know, the, the, the Elisha invites him to come. And what we have here again is, is, is a prophetic word. Elisha believes and trusts in God as he was the one who inherited the prophetic, the prophetic gifts from Elijah. Uh, so there he is. He says to him, go and go to, to Jordan River and wash yourself seven times and your flesh will be healed. Now Naaman is angry. He thought that you have this extra extraordinary power, you know, and whatever it is, he considers that to be like a, a, like a cheap way of saying, go, go away. So he gets angry. Why should I go and, and, and wash myself seven times in the river of, of Jordan? Again, he, re, he, re, he does not respond with faith, as we can see. It's a lack of faith in him. And, and, and then ultimately, his, his people, his antenor, those servants who were with him, he says, why don't you do this? You know, it's the prophet who tells you. And they, so they convince Naaman to go 
and, and, and wash himself in the Jordan River, even though he, his rational thinking says, what, what does it do? There are more better rivers in, 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 in Syria, you know, and I've been washing myself and nothing happened. And yet his servants who, who place confidence, faith in the prophetic word of Elisha. So they convince him and obviously goes to Jordan, responding in faith and, and washes himself and he's cleansed. What we see here as, you know, there's a little story here, but we see faith and lack of faith, faith and lack of faith. We see faith of those who seemingly should not have faith. You know, it's like Syrian king and, you know, and the servants of, 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 of Naaman, also the little girl who has faith and, and those who should have faith, like the king of Israel seems to be lacking it. He seems to say that this is a provocation. You know, when the grace of God is given, sometimes we go through these types of things. Is it of God? Is it not of God? You know, we, we, we are trying to discern. We're trying to discern what is God saying to me? What is God saying to me through my own difficulties? What is God saying to me through my own sufferings and pain and perhaps even, you know, illness or even serious illness or terminal illness? What is the Lord saying to me? And I think here, I think we're invited to, 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 to place confidence in the Lord. Once again, we have the gospel today. Jesus is the one who goes back to, to Nazareth. As you know, the Lord left Nazareth and he went to Capernaum and other cities. And there he began to manifest his, his divine powers on behalf of the people. He manifested this, his divine powers working on our behalf. So he goes back to Nazareth and there they invite him in a synagogue, local synagogue to, to read the scripture. And he chooses and reads the scripture which are messianic in nature. That, you know, it, 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 is, it is the Lord who calls, uh, who calls us to accept in faith this messianic figures foretold by the prophet Isaiah. Yes, so there they listen to the God's word, you know, that, that God is sending to his, to his people, a person who would be able to, as a Messiah, bring forth the, the Lord's rule, where people will be able to convert, turn back to God, and to accept his word, accept by faith, you know, the, the divine graces which the Lord has prepared for us. And so Jesus is the one who proclaims the word. But what happens as he explains, and he says today this, this prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled in your hearing. I, I have, Jesus gives the manifestation of who he is to the people, local people. You know, I have, I am the one. This is the Lord has, is sending me to be, to be the Messiah. And, and people listen very nicely to his word, but they lack faith. Isn't he Joseph's son? Do we know his family members, relatives, cousins? You know, you know, and they 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 found it difficult to to believe, which means they they lack that faith. And Jesus responds to that lack of faith by saying, you know, uh, you know, I tell you, no prophet will be accepted, is accepted in his own native place. And then he gives example of faith of people who are outside. No, indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the sky was closed for three and a half years and severe famine was spread over, but it was known to none of those and Elijah was sent. Elijah was sent to this woman who had almost no food and yet she shared 
her last, truly last meal with, with, with Elijah, the prophet, instead of saying, yes, we have enough food. We may li live for another three or four days. She gives that food that they had and shares with Elijah. As, as we see, we see that faith of that woman, uh, that woman from who was, was not from the people of God. She was from Sidon, from Zarephath in Sidon, which was not, not, not people who shared their faith. The same again, you know, there are many lepers in Israel, but Elisha, Elisha, during the time of Elisha, but it was Naaman who was cleansed. Once again, faith, faith that sees and manifests the power of God that embraces God's, God's will for them. And so, so what we have today, it's Jesus who's inviting us to a deeper faith, to a deeper faith. What does it mean to have to have faith, deeper faith, that we rely on his word, that we know that he's true to his promises, even though God's ways are not our ways. We would wish to see things be done in a different way. And yet we see the examples that if we say yes to him, even, even if sometimes we're troubled by the whole thing, even if sometimes it doesn't seem to be make, making sense and saying yes to God, the God of providence, God who loves us is true and he will always be there for us. And that's the invitation. And not only today do we hear that, but, but look at the, you know, the, the Pope Francis just came back from, from Iraq, a four days of, of pilgrimage something that John Paul II wished to have, you know, to, to do, because in, in Iraq is the land of, of, of Abraham. It was in Ur, where it's historically where, where he was Iraqi. Uh, that, 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 that the faith that God has called that man to, to fidelity, to love, to love the God that he has not seen, and, and he was he was man of faith, as we know the scripture, and and, and that's not only the Jewish traditions, because our the, the Jewish traditions go back to to the faith of Abraham, Isaac, his son, and Jacob, his grandson. It all started there, where God has revealed Himself, and Abraham, on faith, accepted Him, and so Pope Francis went, he went to 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 Syria, to to gather there at the very foundation of our faith and gather and honor Abraham, but also the people who are there. And, and so what we have here is, is a beautiful example of something that happened. Yes, example of Pope Francis manifesting faith to the people, manifesting courage and strength to go even to the place where it was it was 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 kind of difficult, as you know. Even even um, even there uh, it was shelled during the time that Pope Francis was there. Uh, but this is what Pope Francis said: From this place, where faith was born, from the land of our father Abraham, let us affirm that God is merciful and that the greatest blasphemy is to profane his name by hating our brothers and sisters. Hostility, extremism, and violence are not born of a religious heart. They are betrayals of religion. And so they're standing right in the middle of a rubble where there are four churches right in the square where all four churches were, were demolished by the, the whole philosophy and of, hate, of hate 
the the, uh, uh, the the ISIS who embraced this type of philosophy, killing, destroying, and so right in that place he stands, and you know, and when what he says is this: the message of God is clear. We see how many people were destroyed, how many people were killed. There are many, many witnesses which will be canonized and they will be raised to the honors of the altar because the people there, the Christians there, they gave their life for their faith. I mean, what an incredible witness of the Iraqi people, the Christian Iraqis who gave their, 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 their lives for, 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 for their faith. And, and, and the Pope Francis said this, if God is the God of life standing there, there, for so he is, then it is wrong for us to kill our brothers and sisters in his name. If God is the God of peace, for so he is, then it is wrong for us to wage war in his name. If God is the God of love, for so he is, then it is wrong for us to, to hate our brothers and sisters. Beautiful words which are spoken to us by Pope Francis in the middle of place where there was a, such a violence, there was such a, such, such hate, which was so manifested. And yet, and yet the Holy Father, but speaking and inviting us like Jesus himself, he is his vicar. He says, embrace again. We have to, we cannot live a life of hate. We have to live a life of love. We have to even pray and embrace those who hated us, who has caused us so much harm, for, to forgive, to let go, so that God's powerful grace of love may come. And this is all based on faith. If we believe, God will do extraordinary things for us. And then finally today, you know, we celebrate and honor St. John of God, someone who went through his own difficulties, who had all kinds of anxieties and attacks and even even mental illness, um, who was able to overcome, overcome because he believed, he trusted in God, and God used him through the sufferings that he had to go through, through the sufferings that he endured in, in the hospital at that time, which was so deficient. The Lord called him to reform, to introduce hospitals that would be uh, that would provide greater care. And so born out of his own sufferings, he was able to do extraordinary things. You know, sometimes resentment uh, controls us, hate controls us, so we are not able to break out of, of that hold. And yet for him, as we see the example that he gave, is, is you know, the God gave, gives us this example of St. John of God, how much greater good and how much good can he bring you know, yes, out of suffering, yet and yet beautiful gifts follow for those who believe, for those who love, and and you know, and he says, you know, in in uh, in his in his commentary, uh, uh, he says, you must offer God, give thanks for everything. These are words from Saint John of God, both the good and the bad. Remember our Lord Jesus Christ and His blessed passion, and recall how He gave back good for the evil they did Him. You must do likewise, so that when you come to the house of God, you can recognize both good and evil. I should like you to see, uh, I should like to see you go from good to better. As a son and brother, if you come here, you must offer some fruit to God and leave the flesh and everything else behind. Remember St. Bartholomew, they skinned him alive and he carried his own skin on his shoulders. If you were, if you come here, it is solely 
in order to work, not to sit idle, for the most beloved son is entrusted with the greatest task and neighbor. And so uh, the invitation that he gives is those who followed him and those who wish to serve the needs of those who are in hospitals and those who would offer their life. Like today, you know, we have so many doctors and nurses also offering their life, and many of them suffer on account of that because they were so stretched. They saw so much suffering and death and dying, and, and they were not able to always address this issue, especially those who are dying of coronavirus. But here we are today, and, and our readings, as well as the example of those who are, are given witness today, we see how faith, which is given to us by God, but it is a faith that we embrace and collaborate with God, see the greatness that he gives to us, the great things that, that God is able to do to, uh, through us when we believe. Yes, it is also for us, these gifts, but also gifts for others. Maybe then through this Eucharist, as Jesus offered himself on our behalf, he is our Lord and our God, that we today, unlike so many people in our world today, that they, they, they kind of remove him or they don't accept him fully or they question him, doubt him, that we today will reaffirm our faith, that we believe in the Father, whose love is beyond all telling, who has prepared for us glorious heaven, that we believe in Jesus, the Son of God, the incarnate Word who died for us, who rose for us, that he offers and wishes to offer us everything that we need in order to attain true happiness and fulfillment of our life. We believe in the Holy Spirit, that, that through the power that he manifests to us, the Father's love and that mercy and forgiveness of the Son, that he may touch our hearts, that we may be allow, that we may allow ourselves to be led by him, that we may allow ourselves to be guided by him, inspired by him, and that we listen to his inspirations. We may say yes to God at each moment of our life, that we may place confidence in him, no matter what the difficulties are, no matter how much sufferings we have to sometimes endure injustices, that ultimately that God of love, the God in whom we believe, will bring forth the greatest good, transform evil into good, and he will give us the greatest reward of, of, you know, that we can ever imagine, and that is to be the sons and daughters of God living in eternal happiness of his presence. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org.
Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.